It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Here we are, Matthew O'Kine, a Wednesday program, and one which should be very fun indeed. If you're up for a bit of an all-day breakfast sesh, I am Alex, that is Matt. Yeah, I hope you're having a good one. Um, how cool are people who leave hotel quarantine? <laughs> how legendary Sometimes, sometimes you need to duck out the shops, mate. Oh no, it's been God. interesting in Victoria, they're looking at the... Uh, the inquest into hotel quarantine and I believe you know, one of the things they found that was 90% of the Victorian cases came from a single uh, family in hotel quarantine but who didn't actually leave quarantine no. but yeah. through various interactions and then staff members got it and then the community gets it and then Alex Dyson cannot do anything. Oh, well, <laughs> so you can hear sucks. his descent into lockdown madness via this all day breakfast. Yeah, but we are so excited to be uh, joining you today because we means we get to chat to people like the incredible Jess Malboy. Tell you what, she's she's been and done everything in the last ten to fifteen years, Bad Okide. I'm so excited to be chatting to her today. Um, every interaction I've had with Jess Balboy is positive. Would you would you say that she's Australia's nicest celebrity? I can't I can't think of anyone who's gone. Oh, that Jess Malboy, she's a bit rough. I like no. if Jess Malboy hosted her own daytime TV show. I don't think there'd be you know people coming out and saying it was a terrible work environment. That's <laughs> a toxic that's work environment. <laughs> no, no, she is. She's really done so many incredible things. Very impressive, and uh, yeah, we're so excited to have her on the show. On top of that. Uh, we're just glad to, that you're here with us. We can't wait to uh, dive into this delicious, tasty all-day breakfast. You are with Matt and Alex. Let's get started. Ew. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all-day breakfast. It is now time on All Day Breakfast to have a speak to someone who has just got so many hits, I can't even count them, so that's why we've put them together in song. Jessica Malboy, one of Australia's favourite artists, singer-songwriter, has released um, six has had six top ten albums, uh, over 470 oh. streams, has toured with people like Beyonce, um, collaborated with the likes of Ricky Martin, Flo Rida, Snoop Dogg. Ladies and gentlemen, she's on All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. It's Jess Malboy. Hello. <laughs> Hello, you two. Thank you so much for chatting to us, Jess. That is... You know, the montage and what Matt's just said still blows my mind because for some reason I still think of you as the baby of the Australian music industry, like everyone's <laughs> favourite little sister, Jess Malboy. But you've, you've done it all. We're in 2020. You have done it all up to this point. How how's, how's it feel looking back at all those things? Yeah, no, it's crazy. And, and thank you for that beautiful montage. I was just sitting here <laughs> and, and, you know, been taken through the moments and visually I was just... Um, capturing those moments, listening to all those songs um, back to back. So thank you so much. I took me down memory lane for sure and just <laughs> people that I was able to work with um, 
some of the stages that I got to perform on um, and also I guess just the idea of being able to, as a job, as a, as a professional job, is, you know, write lyrics and, and come up with melodies and, you know, be able to put those two things together and then, you know, go hit the stage and perform them and have people sing your, the <laughs> lyrics back to you is just um, one of the greatest moments I, I feel like when you can have people sing uh, the story that you've been writing for such, you know, for quite some time and and feel that same energy and put their own story into into your song. So that gets me excited anyway. I mean, when you look back and you're listening to some of those hits that you've put out and you started when you were, what, 16, 17, so incredibly young, you now, um, you know, you've been in the game for more than 14 years. Do you look back on... The person who started that their career, that you know, and and is it almost like they're they're a different person to who you are now? And is there almost a disconnect in any way, or things that you wish you had done differently, or anything like that? No, there, I think there is. I think there there are a lot of things, and I think you can't help but do that. And when you when you do look back at you know the past and the, and the experiences that you do come across and the people that you come across, um, you can't help to to not feel that way. Um, to ma- you know sometimes uh, regrets do kind of pop up and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done it that way, or maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, you know, there's uh, you do go through ups and downs when you're when when you've been on such a long journey and play a bit of regret whack a mole that like, pops up. Yeah, yeah. Whack it down Lying in bed, just like Ugh, <laughs> yikes, whack. The late night regret whack a mole. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a beauty moment for me, which was almost a bit of a break, but I was still working. I was still like hard at work. Was um, doing Secret Daughter. Secret Daughter kind of you know, detoured me um, away from music for a bit. And I think it was, you know, it was kind of a blessing in a disguise because I didn't quite know what was happening underneath that, but I was getting this urge of wanting to write again. I, I spent two years away from music um, playing this a different character and playing a different person. Um, you know, I, I really did get the, the itch to want to go back to music and start writing and, and be a part of the control again. Yeah, well, you've managed to do that and we're very happy they gave to talk to us this morning because actually today your lyric video for the latest track Butterfly <laughs> is going up as well. Yeah, that's right. That video drops today and uh, the song sounds a little something like this. Butterfly's gonna keep on flying Through the night in the wind and rain You and I gotta keep on trying How does it feel with with a song like Butterfly, which is quite personal? I mean, it's dedicated to your mother. Um, how does it feel when those kind of quite those lyrics that are close to your chest get um get you know yelled back at you? Yeah. Um, you know, for sure, this this song is purely based on my parents, um, and I think again, talking about reflecting back and and going back down memory lane, there was a moment that um, I remember so clearly. It was the first time that I encountered my parents um, having a disagreement or pretty much arguing about something, and I later on realised they were arguing about you know, all the normal things um, that I know now today, like money, not having enough money to provide food on the table. Or um, I guess the one thing that I don't know is is having children. So, you know, my both my parents had five girls growing up in, in one house and, um, you know, it, there was a lot of things to, to 
provide for. And that was one of the things that um, I guess this song really talks about is um, a relationship with struggles and, and um, you know, you do break at, at, at a certain point and you have to rebuild and navigate um, with the person that you love so deeply but also you hate so much. So there is, um, you know, um, you know, I'm glad that my, my parents were able to, to share that, to share um, that, you know, their relationship wasn't a fairy tale, but it was more so that they were just trying to figure each other out along the way and um, and pr- as well as provide. So this song talks about transformation and, um, and growth and, yeah, a bit of a dedication to both of my parents who, um, you know, mm. still madly, deeply love each other so much, but, you know... <laughs> distance you know do the shade to each other so it's like yeah <laughs> well <laughs> i gotta tell you what from what i hear jess from matt o'kind here who has one daughter having five so little <laughs> sophia o'kinds would be quite a tricky proposition you know so how uh, much. shout outs to your parents for uh I mean, for maybe yeah. being able to negotiate that little uh scenario <laughs> yeah, yeah. arguments can come out of anywhere it'll be like oh should we put our socks on now it's like no i don't think it's warm enough like, i think it's i think it's pretty warm we should put the socks on it's like no but you you feel cold more than i do and then suddenly it's like how are we arguing about these socks you know it's just wild um but i mean yeah, and, yeah. and look the, the the um the the animation for the uh, the lyric videos is really beautiful it's, it's you know you you created the the butterfly sketch that's used within the uh the album cover and and as part of the lyrics so is that an outlet that you've been finding you've been tapping into more I mean, you, the album came out before COVID, but is that certainly something you want to experience more, the, the pure visual artistry? Yeah, no, I, I definitely love art. I grew up painting um, in the Northern Territory. And, um, yeah, I, I guess I just had a lot of influence around me to do that. It's it's definitely therapeutic to me. And I, I don't know, I just started to draw um, in my art book. And, um, yeah, this, this kind of drawing spoke to me and... I kind of just served it and, you know, the, the team really loved it. They loved the idea that I was so on top of it and, yeah, they thought it was really beautiful and so we just started to digitally transform it and, um, yeah, I, I loved also the idea of the gold kind of foil so we just kind of put that on there and um, just started to rework it and, and finesse it. What's uh, a drawing or a painting that you've absolutely botched recently? What is the worst <laughs> thing that you've ever drawn? <laughs> um, I do like to kind of, you know, do the whole drawing, doodling kind of stuff. Um, oh, I don't Sometimes know. you've got to go for glory and it doesn't, doesn't <laughs> work out. I mean, out. you know, you're like, yeah, you, you've gone for the bowl of fruit and it just ends up looking like a dropped okay. pie. <laughs> I, I have some orchids um, that I, I think I purchased these about maybe five months ago and they're still intact and they're still growing. <laughs> I did manage to try and, you know, I was really tempted to draw it. I ended up drawing something like an <laughs> it turned out to look like, a, you know, like a vagina. A palm tree or something. <laughs> a vagina, okay. <laughs> well, this could, be a ter- this could be a new career, the erotic drawings from Jess Mowboy. You know, I, I look, I, I was, I, I was this like a tad embarrassed, but then I was just like, this is, this is art. This is kind of my own embrace personal it. thing. Don't, I mean, 
Yes. To be fair, I tried to draw two apples and a banana once and it was an absolute <laughs> disaster. Poor uh, placement choice, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> not very, very good. Uh, but it's <laughs> we better Probably wrap things up with it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, the banana was sort of mostly uh, brown. Anyways, look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's just silly. We, we're going to wrap sorry. these things up, Jess, but congratulations on this lyric video coming out. Really love the look of it. And, uh, yeah, you can check yes. that one out online for Jess Malboy if you like. And we better ask you, you know, you were, we started off talking about it, the uh, the good times of the, the musicians and everyone uh, having big concerts on stage, but it hasn't, you know, with the way things have going, worked out that 2020 has had too much of that. Uh, what are your plans for the rest of the year? What what are we looking forward to doing before uh, before things uh, potentially back to normal? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, just really soaking up this time. I, To be honest, this is probably the first time in 15 years that I've ever slowed down. So um, <laughs> I'm really <laughs> I'm really taking advantage of it, to be honest. Um, I'm drawing more. I'm cooking more. Um, you know, I'm really kind of exploring every corner of, you know, this my house and (laughs) 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 just sometimes you find yourself lying on the lounge room floor like oh I've never looked at the room like this before is that boring had a crack in the roof (laughs) 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 so bad Um, I'm doing that more I'm kind of be very careful Jess because if you're anything like me and Matt, one false move and you could be hosting your own podcast. Just be very careful yeah, in that's lockdown. It. It, yeah, many I have be been tempted. Guys, so like, oh, we would have you at any time. We will absolutely have you. And look, this chat won't be the last time we uh, talk to you as well because we might be joining you just very quickly on Saturday night for a little midnight snack because you mentioned yeah. cooking, so we might have to ask you about... Uh, might have to give us maybe one of your favourite recipes. So, look, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what's happening there. So coming up on us. Saturday. Until then, <laughs> Jess Malboy, <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Love you, brothers. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Now, Matt, yesterday we talked a little bit about uh, a bit of a COVID breach when it came to protocols in the AFL. A young Sydney player was caught with a significant other in the boudoir uh, and faced a, a lengthy ban for going against it. What the AFL has decreed is appropriate when it comes to keeping the whole league going in the midst of this pandemic. But it's come out <laughs> yesterday uh, exactly what had to occur in order for her to make it into uh, the Duna, which was, it was quite the journey. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about stories of young love, you know, your Romeo and Juliet, people going to extreme lengths to uh, to satisfy their love for each other, you know, pissing off the family, drinking vials of blood, I mean, poison. <laughs> um, no, vials of blood, no, that's, that's Bram Stoker's Stop. Dracula. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, we need only to look locally to our local love stories, um, which we mentioned yesterday, Elijah Taylor um, and his girlfriend, Lakani Pierce, uh, getting in an awful lot of trouble recently. I mean, in the introduction, I was talking about people who have escaped quarantine. This is the opposite. (laughs) Elijah Taylor's partner, Elijah Taylor, Sydney Swans player, his partner was doing everything she possibly could to get into quarantine. It's like the movie um, The Rock. 
you know, with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage, where they have to make it into Alcatraz instead <laughs> of out. Um, yeah, because right. the team was in WA. She did 14 days quali- quarantine, did the things there, but they were staying in a hotel. But in order to get into the room, well, you've got the uh, you got the obstacle course that needed yeah. to be overcome. <laughs> All right, so check this out. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> crossed a golf course, jumped multiple fences <laughs> to then sneak into the resort... And be with her partner, according to uh, according to Nine's Footy Classified. Okay. Now we here at All Day Breakfast. We're not here to blame and criticise because we know we've all done something stupid for love. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, I mean, they, when when you when you you can't let any nothing's going to get in the way of love. Certainly not quarantine. Certainly not a pandemic, and certainly not a golf course and a few fences. All have, right? you, have you got to some great lengths, Matt, in order to uh, to achieve a little bit of love? I mean, look, I've stayed up far later than I should have. Really, I mean, I wish that I'd gone to sleep at 10 p.m. You know, yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, other than that, no, not really. Oh come on, mate! You got to go. Well, I mean, in the early days, I know when uh, when Woods and I were first talking. I mean, we just said hello and how are things going. Had a couple of messages, and she mentioned uh, she was from Townsville and didn't have an AFL footy team yet. And you know, sometimes people would go, "Oh, that's interesting." I go for Collingwood. You go for them. What I did was put together a twelve-page document with a rundown on every <laughs> AFL team that she could potentially go for, including oh. their players, their theme songs, oh. and the colours and the notable history oh of the thing that Lord. I made in a, in a PowerPoint-esque uh, Microsoft iPad templates. Uh, I mean, so the fact that, that she way. didn't run at the, in that moment, that's that's coming on pretty strong. That is a it, real... It took me hours and <laughs> hours to put together off a brief mention. And I think oh the message I got back Lord. was, wow, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, no, I might have <laughs> got a little bit extreme here. But we asked you, what lengths have you gone to for love? Yeah, so Sarah from Perth, you got in touch. You've gone to some pretty extreme lengths for love. What did you do? Well, I think the saying extreme is really giving me a bit more credit than I deserve. But I was in um, Paris probably two years ago now. And City of I love. met this <laughs> City of love, indeed. I met this Brazilian guy in like a tourist bar there and He did not speak, I kid you not, a word of English. The only sentence he knew how to say was the name of a beer on the menu called Froggy Bollocks. So he just said that (laughs) over and over again. He just kept saying it. He wouldn't stop. It was it was relentless. Anyway. So he was like he was like a Froggy Bollocks Pokemon. He could only say his own name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was so bizarre. Anyway, one thing led to another. Ended up going back to his hostel room, which had Four bunk beds with other people in it in there. I don't know. It's it's pathetic. Anyway, we get in the room. (laughs) We get in the room and I'm trying to say to him, oh, like, do you have a condom? Do you have protection? And he's just looking at me. He's got no idea what I'm talking about. So I start, like, trying to mime it to him. Like, this is. (laughs) You're doing the peeling, open the packets, unrolling it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so he has not just not understood me. He has woken up his friend in an adjacent bunk bed to see if he knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh no, you're doing charades you for the whole say crew to the in the whole Can you please dorm? Ask, ask this man I'm with if he has a Everyone's there going, uh, a balloon. Um, um, is it, is it a, what, a banana? Sock. What are you doing? What is it? Pretty much. Anyway, that friend's got no idea. So I eventually go, oh my God, I have the best idea Google Translate. So I get out the Google Translate and I write into Portuguese, do you have a condom? And it comes up and I sounded it out to him, like really excitedly. He looks at me and goes, oh, yes, perfect. He got, he got the idea anyway. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. But the next morning. Um, <laughs> so you could have just shown him say- an image of it, by the way. You could have just typed in condom and shown him the image, the photo. But anyway. No, I'm you've no, got to no, get the language. The language, Matt, the language of love. So the next language day. of love. Um, the next day I wake up, one of his friends has packed my jeans into his suitca- suitcase and left. Um, I had oh, to walk around. That. I had to, <laughs> I had oh, to walk. Oh, no. I had to walk from this hostel a block to another hostel with just a, like a coat on at 6 a.m. in the morning in Paris. Oh. Um, and this lovely young Brazilian man actually gave me his necklace before I left and told me that it was the best night of his life. It was it was oh. terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> but you only you only you only interpret that from him saying. Froggy bottom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the way he yes. said it, which meant yes. it was the best night of my life. It was all oh. in the eyes. It was all in the eyes. Oh, really my God. Sarah, thank you for sharing. Uh, those are some great lengths that you've gone to to find. Incredible. Incredible. Have you stayed in so, touch? Like, was it was it a night of love or was have you friends on Facebook? What's the, you know what's what's the result? You know what's so funny? I had been in Europe for seven weeks. And when I got back to Australia, I had a random ad on Instagram and it was him and we follow each other on Instagram to this day. Oh, that's so sweet. He must have really tracked you down. That's great. I know. Scary, but great. (laughs) Cool. Um, And you would know now the Portuguese for do you have a condom? What's that? So we all know? No, I I don't remember. Oh, okay. I'll look at it. Hopefully I'm not. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Let me know. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Hey, Carmen from Hobart. What lengths have you gone to for some love? Oh, well, a bit. Back in 2013, I reconnected with this guy from high school and he was living in Sydney at the time. And we were clicking along, getting on really well. And he was like, so do you want to come over this weekend? And I'm like, Okay, fine. And so I booked the flight to Sydney and had to take two trains to get to him. And, yeah, we had a really nice weekend. Well, I thought it was a nice weekend because come Monday he ghosted me. No! And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, as in when you got home or yeah, literally yeah, like, while you were still there? No, no, no. Like he dropped me off at the airport and he was like, bye. And I'm like. Okay. <laughs> I messaged him when I got home on the Monday and, and yeah, nothing from him. So well, I'm like, at, le- <laughs> at least Carmen, he didn't drop you off in the departures area and then just drive forward to the arrivals and pick someone else up and then <laughs> drive off. I, I was like, oh, thanks, bro. Thanks for the ego boost. <laughs> oh, man. That's, oh, a, that's well, a big, big old trip. Like, I know when you're booking that late, the prices are quite high from memory of plane travel. <laughs> yeah. So that's quite, yeah. quite the thing. Is that made you more guarded when it comes to, uh, you know, going all out for love? Yeah, I think, you know, it gave me a really good life lesson. (laughs) Save your frequent fire points for uh, (laughs) the ones that you can trust. Okay, fair enough. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Carmen. Um, If you've gone a big length for love, please get in touch. And uh, above all, always remember, 
Voce tem camishina. I trust I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Ah, oh, the internet's a weird place, Alex Dyson. I tell you what, the weirdest. It's honestly <laughs> I- the weirdest. <laughs> Because, I mean, you do, you just, you end up in places that you never thought that you'd end up. You're reading about things that you never thought that you'd read about. You know, sometimes you suddenly, you click on one thing, you know, you're just like, oh, I haven't, I've never thought about how pavlova is made. Next minute, you're, you're looking at a brief history of World War One and reading about, <laughs> you know, Franz Ferdinand and stuff like that. Yeah. You're like, yeah, how did I get 16 tabs deep and in this, right? So, mm. um... It just highlighted every now and then about how ridiculous some of the things on the internet are and how specialist it can be. Because I, um, I was lying in bed. I had an early start uh, yesterday, so uh, I was lying in bed a bit earlier than my partner. But Bell come, comes into bed, and I was like, "Oh, so what were you doing? Like, you know, just um, you know, while I've been lying here listening to podcasts or whatever." And she's like, "Oh, sorry, I fell into a Instagram hole." I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, what were you looking at?" And she's like, "Oh, you know, celebrity dentistry." I was like, "What?" And she's like, yeah, yeah. She showed me this page and she's like, oh, man, I went so deep on this page. She was just looking at people's, it's this site, Celebrity Dentistry. It's got 91,000 followers and it's just celebrities too smiling. (laughs) Old teeth, new teeth, and that is it. And then then I thought thought that is so ridiculous to get stuck in. But then I realised one of my favourite Instagram pages to go deep on, Lifting Noodles. (laughs) <laughs> right, have you seen have you seen this page? It is no. literally just pictures of noodles being lifted from a bowl. And it's beautiful. I could look at it all day. <laughs> it is absolutely glorious. It it's it's an, a delight to my eyes and my taste buds just looking at it. That's interesting. Um, have you have the, you, are you do you what what's the sort of weird stuff that you might get into? The weirdest Instagram hole I got onto was Bang Energy CEO. Right. What? <laughs> and this is so in America. There's this weird energy drink. You know how they. You know you've got your monsters. You got your rock stars. You know the ones you've heard of and that sort of thing. You got your V. You got your Red Bull. There's a there's one in America which has super weird flavors called Bang Energy drinks. Um, here's a here is Bang Energy drink. Here's a natural flavors. It's called Radical Skedaddle. Is the is the flavor <laughs> of that particular one? Here's Candy what, Apple Crisp. You know what's in um, radical skedaddle? I don't know. Birthday cake bash flavored energy drink. Okay, and I'm like, what's going on here? And it's just you know scantily clad women with energy drink. Like the it's 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 about eight, 1988 advertising for for this packaging, but it's interspersed with these sexy women holding in energy drinks is the CEO of Bang Energy, who is this LA. A plastic surgery, extremely enthusiastic man who's like, you can achieve your dreams. And it's just giving these like Tony Robbins-esque, you know, personal fact. I'm the CEO of Bang Energy Drink and I'm here to tell you. And he's like, this absolutely, you cannot look away from this man. I can imagine what he looks like and I'm 100% sure he's probably on the Celebrity Dentistry Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It's the crossover. The internet is connected. He would be on this page. This is just this weird guy, Jack Owok, 
the Bang Energy stoked Redline Investor, Bang CEO, author, Bang Anti-Diet. I mean, this guy is just the epitome of this weird Hollywood personal power. I got stuck on this wormhole looking at this guy <laughs> and how he lives his life. It was absolutely, yeah, miraculous. Well, let us know what weird internet wormhole that you've in. Maybe it's a specialist Instagram page. Maybe page. Maybe it's a series of YouTube videos that are just in that deep, dank stuff right on the fringe of the dark web. Who knows what you're looking at? Bigger, bolder, and more badass. We bang brighter because we're world class. <laughs> and bang with energy, that, taking it to the streets. Well, this is Matt and Alex Bang Energy. We bang harder. Thank you for joining us today. We will see you again tomorrow. And definitely let us know what weird wormholes are you ending up on on the internet, what weird Instagram pages, what weird YouTube videos are you watching. Yeah, you want to see some together. stuff that, yeah, that we've <laughs> never seen before. Hey, thank you again to Jess Malboy for being an incredible guest. As always, such a pleasure to talk to. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Catch you tomorrow. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.